Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Combo Fate Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Raffi, and I'm here with my father, uh, Big Raff. Hello. Uh, God, you know what's weird? It, I'm never going to have that thing where it's like, when you, like, don't like your parent or you're angry with your parent, so you call them by their first name. I'll never have that. But, um, yeah, I'm here with my dad. Uh, Sunday is Father's Day, so I figured, you know, this weekend I'd record with you, have it be a big special thing. Now... The story that we're talking about today is uh, Superman Escape from Bizarro World. Uh, it was written in 2009 by uh, Jeff Johns, who's a big, he's like a big writer at DC. He makes all the important decisions. Uh, it's also written by Richard Donner, who directed the Superman movies. Uh, the artwork is, is by uh, Eric Powell. Now, I know you and I, it, it was mostly a Batman family growing up, but... Um, it isn't Superman stuff. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, because you, were you around when the first Superman movie came out? Yeah, with, uh... Oh, Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves, yeah. Yeah, did you see it? It was, in, like, in the 80s, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, and you saw it in the theater? Oh, yeah. What was it, how old were you? Like, a teenager, 20s? No. No? Am no. <laughs> I... Maybe, I want to say, maybe 14, something like that. Okay, yeah, that's a good age. The, effect, the effects. Yeah. like... I mean, back then back was it? Then, yeah. Back then it was kind of like the effects were like what you see effects now to us. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. You know, like the thing with Superman is that he's not like other superheroes where he's just kind of a combo character. Superman is very much kind of an American icon as far as characters go, and like I don't know, there's so many elements about him that a lot of people don't bring up. Like, just the fact that he's America's greatest superhero, and he's technically an immigrant, is such, like, a... It's such an obvious thing no one really looks at, you know? And I think for... He's a farm boy. Yeah, exactly. farm boy. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Superman was obviously created by, um... Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster in 1939, I believe. And they were two Jewish kids. And, really, they created Superman to kind of be their outlet as far as how they felt disconnected from, uh from the rest of the world. And so Superman's uh, backstory, his pathos, are very similar to the, uh, the Jewish so immigration. So Superman's like a Jew. Yeah, exactly. He's, ju- he's a Jew. He's a, uh, a Moses allegory. So he, he, Superman means a lot to a lot of different people. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're going over one of his stories right now. Uh, now, the team of Jeff Johns and Richard Donner, they also wrote a, uh, another Superman story called Superman Last Son which ironically was about Superman adopting uh, General Zod's son. So it's kind of neat that both of these stories have to do with uh, fatherhood. Yeah, it's funny. When Father's Day rolled around, I was like, do I have any comics that are vaguely about fathers? And, like, I I remembered I had this one. (laughs) Originally it was $25. I bought it at $5. Good book? Yeah, this book here. So pretty um, pretty good price on that. Now... Just getting into the story, I guess. Um, it was written in 2009, but it's basically kind of a recreation of a 1950s story. Um, now, you know... They recreate everything. They, they recreate everything. It's also kind of like... Kind of an expansion on what it was. But basically the story, uh, Escape from a Bizarro World, is all about Superman. Uh, one day Superman gets a call on his phone, and like it's, it's from his, uh, his mom, Martha Kent... And he goes to the Kent farm, and it turns out his father, John Kent, was kidnapped by Bizarro. Now, you know Bizarro Superman, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. He's just like um, a reverse of Superman, kind of. It's kind of on and off how reverse he is. Because when you're writing for a character who's supposed to be the opposite of another character, it's it's kind of like, how far do you go as far as opposites? Because if Bizarro was like a, a true opposite to Superman, he'd be like a woman and like a child and like have no powers. Like it, like if you were went really opposite, it'd be that much. He just had all the same powers, but he wasn't as smart as Superman. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of like a Frankenstein's monster. He also has like reverse powers, like... Superman has heat vision, Bizarro has cold vision. And Superman has freeze breath, Bizarro has hot breath. Which I've, I've always found funny, the hot breath part, because that's something actual people get. <laughs> um, but, like, that's yeah. Bizarre. It is bizarre, isn't it? But, like, it, in this book they established that the original Bizarro was actually created by Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor used um, a laser beam that could create a copy of anything, but it was always the opposite. So he could, like, he could create copies of gold, but they turn into, like, coal or charcoal. And he used that beam on Superman, and it created Bizarro. And like you said, uh, Bizarro is just as powerful as Superman. And so the only way Superman originally defeated him was by using the laser on Lois Lane. And by doing that, he created Bizarro Lois. And so Bizarro kind of, like, it was like a Frankenstein's wife situation. Bizarro had someone to love, and they kind of just went off and didn't cause any more trouble for a while. Bizarro reminds me of um, that character of Mice and Men. Oh, uh, Lenny. Yes, Lenny. Yeah, he, he actually is kind of like that. He didn't know how to use his strength. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about that. Um, but, like, yeah, the, the basic plot is that uh, Superman's Earth father, John Kent, is kidnapped by Bizarro and brought to Bizarro World. Now, <laughs> Bizarro World is... Um, I guess after, when Bizarro first showed up in Metropolis, everyone thought he was a freak, obviously, and everyone was afraid of him. And so he, he flew off, and the thing with Bizarro is that he's a copy of Superman, and he also has all of Superman's memories. So he knows, like, I'm supposed to be Superman, I'm supposed to have a Lois Lane, I'm supposed to protect people, but because his brain is, like, all jambled up, he never does it the right way, and he never, he doesn't speak properly, he speaks in reverse. And so he left Earth... Uh, and he went and he built his own planet by, like, mashing asteroids together and created Bizarro Earth, which I'm showing my dad. You guys can't see it, but it's a giant cube Earth, which is, like, I don't know how orbit works when it's a giant cube planet, but um, Superman takes, like, a, a rocket ship he had in his Fortress of Solitude and uh, flies it to Bizarro Earth. Um, another element that's kind of brought up uh, around the story, it becomes important later, is that Bizarro Earth was created next to a blue sun. And the, the, the color of the sun actually plays a huge deal in Superman's powers. Um, on Krypton, there was a red sun. So, you know, if Superman comes in contact with a red sun, he loses his powers. But yellow sun changes his biology and gives him superpowers. But this is kind of the first time he's ever encountered a blue sun. I'm no scientist, but I'm not sure if blue suns are even a thing. <laughs> they didn't do done to Bizarro? Huh? The blue sun... Uh... Didn't do nothing to Bizarro? Uh, it did, actually. When, when Bizarro got to... When he created Bizarro Earth and he settled down, he got a new superpower called Bizarro Vision. It changed his biology so that he could shoot a vision that would create more Bizarro people. So, when he first got on the planet, he looked down at his hands and he shot, like, a blue ray. And <laughs> when he creates more Bizarros, they morph out of people's bodies. 
So he shot himself with the ray, and, like, a Bizarro Lois was created. And he just kept doing it and created, like, an entire populace of Bizarro people. And there are even characters who are based off, like, like Jimmy Olsen and Perry White, like, other Superman characters that Bizarro remembers from Superman's life that he creates Bizarro versions of. From the memories. Yes. And, like... Uh, when Superman gets to Bizarro Earth, uh, everything's kind of in shambles and destroyed. And, like, Metropolis is, like, uh, or I guess Bizarro Metropolis is all in ruins. And the people of uh, Bizarro Metropolis, all these Bizarro citizens, uh, start attacking Superman. And, uh, you know... Now, it's at this point in the book, when Superman's getting attacked by Bizarro citizens, that uh, I really started to appreciate the art. Because I didn't notice it until this, ironically enough... But, like, Eric Powell's art uh, artwork is very reminiscent of, like, classic Superman art because he's got, like, the squinty eyes and, like, he has, he has the squinty eyes, I think, throughout the book. And, um, but at the same time, as, like, classic as Superman looks, like, he looks like a 50s character, um, the designs for all the Bizarro characters are very grotesque. There's a scene here where <laughs> the Bizarro citizens are so desperate to beat up Superman one Bizarro guy punches through another guy to punch Superman in the face. And their yeah. and their blood's like purple. <laughs> yeah, and, and the drawings are, are simple. Where on the newer drawings are more defined, more cut, more muscle with mm -hmm. it's so simple. Mm. It's a simple drawing. Yeah, I feel like it saves a lot of time too. Um But like the the reason all these bizarro citizens are attacking Superman is because they all think he's bizarro. And for whatever reason, the bizarro citizens are angry at at Bizarro, um, and Bizarro Lois, oh, sorry, um, <laughs> while we weren't, while we were off recording, my dad actually brought up a, go a good point, Bizarro can create other Bizarros, but he also can create, like, cameras and, uh, clothing, apparently, I don't know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he's just really good at making clothing. It's fantasy, just go with it. Yeah, just go with it, it's fine, there's a lot of questions in this book, and that is the least odd of them, um, now, the reason the people of uh, Bizarro Earth are angry at Bizarro, uh, as, Lo as Bizarro Lois tells us, is because that every time there's a disaster on Bizarro World, Bizarro stops it because he thinks that's what he has to do as a hero. But because it's Bizarro World, things work differently. They're all angry when he stops disasters from happening. Like, he stops a volcano from going off, and they're pissed off at him for that. He stops uh, a scheduled bombing of Bizarro Gotham City. And they get pissed at him for that. It's the opposite world. They want it to happen. Yeah, they want disasters to happen. And, like, even Bizarro can't keep up with how, like, backwards the world is. And, um... It's also, like, Bizarro... He thought that by creating a, a world for himself, he could be its hero. And that all these people basically were his people. And but, he wouldn't be the oddball. Yeah, exactly. He That's the entire, like, reason he built the world is so that he wouldn't feel different. But people are outcasting him, and he's actually attacking his own bizarro people, uh, because you know, in his head, it's like I created you. You shouldn't be mad at me. Um, so while the bizarro citizens are beating up on Superman, uh, Bizarro shows up dressed as Clark Kent, because even here he has a, a secret identity, which is funny to see how much of a life he's built that he would need a secret identity on this bizarro Earth. But like. You know, the, the entire time, Superman is... He's looking for his father, so he's not... He's not interested in Bizarro's world and how it works. And, uh... He starts fighting Bizarro. And, like... 
he ruins Bizarro's disguise, and so the other Bizarro citizens see that like Bizarro Clark Kent is Bizarro, and uh, you know they're all mad at him, and like Lois runs away from him, and so like Bizarro is obviously like really heartbroken about this. So Superman and Bizarro keep fighting each other, and like during the fight, uh, the people realize that Superman isn't Bizarro because you know there's two of them now, and uh, <laughs> they call Superman Bizarro Bizarro. Because... He's the bizarre person there. Yeah, because Superman, compared to everyone else, he's the bizarro of their world. Which is... It's, it's funny. Um, later on, they refer to him as Bizarro's Bizarro Bizarro. <laughs> um, and uh, d- during the fight, like... <laughs> there's this part where Superman and Bizarro are fighting, and Superman's, uh, Bizarro tells him, like, you've ruined everything, Superman. You have to leave. And Superman's like, I'm not leaving without my father. So Bizarro goes, uh, father dead. And Superman's like, he, wait a minute, that means he's not dead, right? And, and Bizarro goes, no. And Superman's just like, damn it, I don't, I can't tell if you're telling me the truth or not. And he's telling him, like, all these years I've tolerated you, uh, I've dealt with you, I felt sorry for you, but I've never been angry with you, like this. And, uh, during the fight, Bizarro tests his, uh, his Bizarro vision on Superman, and when he does that, like, four Bizarro Superman grow off of Superman. Like, literally, like, morph off him as if he was, like, a clay mold or something. And what he did to himself by shooting shooting himself making Bizarros. Yeah. He He does Superman and made more Superman Bizarros. Yes. And, like, they're all, they're still attached to him. Like, they haven't popped off of him. And while they're attached to him, they, you know, they're punching on him. Superman actually crashes through, like, one of the points of the planet. At first, I thought it was like a pyramid that was just there. I'm like, oh no, that's actually the the, the point of the planet. Um, and the the bizarros that are attached to Superman knock him unconscious. And uh, there wouldn't be pyramids there, any, there anyway. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like <laughs> they'd be circles. <laughs> circles, yeah. They'd, they'd be circles. Domes or something, yeah. yeah. Um, now there are a lot of flashbacks throughout the book. Again, uh, explaining Bizarro's background, but there's also flashbacks to. Uh, memories Superman has of when he was a child in Kansas, and uh, like there's a part in here where him as a child is looking and he, he can watch football from miles away, and uh, he's there with his his father John Kent, and uh, throughout it it's kind of like it, it's young Superman dealing with his powers and like kind of feeling outcasted for it, and his father John always being there. And kind of, like, supporting his powers, but also reminding him that as different as he is, like, he'll always be supported by John Kent. And, uh, that's an element that's brought into later in the book that'll kind of, like, all circumvene. Like, there's a reason that that little memory's in there. But, um, Bizarro, uh, takes Superman to his Fortress of Solitude on Bizarro World. And, uh, meanwhile, all the Bizarro citizens are, you know, deciding what to do about Bizarro and Bizarro's Bizarro. (laughs) And, um, they end up seeking help in Bizarro Lex Luthor. And there's not a lot interesting about Bizarro Lex Luthor. He's still, like, regular Lex Luthor, where he's, like, a genius scientist. And he's also, like, um, he also wants to be a hero. And, like, the only thing they bring up about him is that, like, they don't trust him because he's bald. 
Like, that's the only, like, point. Of the, and you would think if it's Bizarro Lex Luthor... You th- would have hair. Yeah, you'd think of it, like, a luscious, like, like I mound. See, I see the Fortress of Solitude is in uh, lava. Yeah, instead of being in ice, it's a bunch of rocks in, like, the middle of a lava pit. <laughs> and, um... But Le- Lex Luthor's plan is to open this, like, secret box of, like, the greatest weapon he's created. Or, I guess, a weapon that Bizarro himself created, which we'll play in later. Um... But yeah, at the Fortress of Solitude in the middle of this lava pit, um, Bizarro has taken John Kent and put him inside a crystal because in Superman's Fortress of Solitude, Jor-El's consciousness is alive inside a computer. And so it's kind of like Bizarro is trying to turn John Kent into his Jor-El, which is like, like it's supposed to be metaphorical, but at the same time, it's like you just put him inside of a rock. <laughs> and... Um, the reason why Bizarro put John Kent in the rock and he's trying to turn... Or sorry, the reason Bizarro put John Kent in the rock and he's trying to make him into his Jor-El is because Bizarro remembers that every time Superman has uh, an issue and he seeks advice, he goes to Jor-El. Yeah. And Bizarro is having trouble controlling Bizarro World and maintaining you know peace on it, and he doesn't know what to do, so he seeks help in John Kent. Um... <laughs> Bizarro goes to lock Superman up, but it turns out the secret weapon that Lex Luthor had was Bizarro Doomsday. Which is like, it just shows how much commitment Bizarro had to becoming Superman, that he even created the thing that's killed Superman in Bizarro Doomsday. Created his enemies. Yeah, he created, like, yeah, every villain that he's ever had. And, like, Bizarro Doomsday is, like, wiping the floor with all these bizarro clones. Like, he's chopping them in half and everything. Um, so, during that mad fight, like, Bizarro goes and he fights Bizarro uh, Doomsday because that's what he does. And uh, Superman breaks John Kent out of the crystal and he gets him out of there. But, let's see. Oh, right. As if Bizarro uh, Doomsday wasn't enough, all the Bizarro citizens show up to also get involved in the fight. And uh, just when Superman is going to, like, just as he's like, I'm enough, I'm done with this place, like, Bizarro Earth can't get any more ridiculous. Uh, A pod lands, and the Bizarro Justice League shows up. They're sad looking. They are. They actually really are. Um, And the Bizarro Justice League, it's not like. it's not like kind of traditional. It's like uh, it's a good mix of characters. You have Bizarro Flash, right? This fat guy over here, and it, it makes sense that the opposite of Flash would be fat and heavy set. But Probably the slow. Yeah, he's the slowest man alive, and like instead of a lightning bolt, that's a mustard stain on his on his costume. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman's like all silly and whimsical. He's got like a smiley face on his chest. Uh, later on, he's got like he fights with like uh, like toy fish and like yo-yos so he's just like a goofball uh bizarro woman bizarro wonder woman is like all skinny and emaciated and like uh she ties herself up with a lasso and it makes other people tell lies um bizarro hawk girl there's nothing interesting about her except that she's just screeching all the time every time she talks it's a screech um and bizarro green lantern because it's bizarro uh green lantern is a yellow lantern and his ring's powered by fear. But what's funny, later on in the fight, while he's using the ring, like, <laughs> I don't know how Bizarro got a yellow ring, 
But the thing is, every lantern belongs to a corps, belongs to an army. And so Bizarro Yellow Lantern, like, he gets a call on the ring, and the ring's like, um, I forget what number he was, but like, Lantern of Sector 1-1-whatever, um, you've ignored your call to duty for the second time, uh, we're, we're, we're calling you in right now. And like, he just like disappears, and he's like, bye Bizarro, I'm going on a trip, and like, phew, like flies away. And, like, they don't show it, but I love to imagine... You remember Sinestro, right? Sinestro, the Green Lantern villain? He's, like, red-skinned. He's got a yellow ring. He was in the Green Lantern movie. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, he runs the Yellow Lantern Corps. So I like to imagine, like, after Yellow Lantern... Like, Bizarro Lantern gets pulled away, and he shows up on Sinestro's planet. Sinestro just looks at him like, What the heck are you? What? Like, I thought you were in an actual Yellow Lantern. What are you? But no, sadly, they never show that. But, like, yeah, the Bizarro Justice League and Bizarro are fighting the citizens, and they're fighting Bizarro Doomsday. And uh, during the fight, I think Bizarro Apocalypse, like, I think he kills... Who did he kill? Oh, no, it's because Yellow Lantern, like, has to get flown away. Uh, uh, Bizarro has to create more Bizarros to help him, right? So he shoots Bizarro Batman with his Bizarro um, Vision. Yeah. Man, I, I'm glad I never started counting how many times I've said Bizarro so far. Um, but he shoots his Bizarro Vision at Batman, or at Bizarro Batman, and it creates three more Bizarros. It creates uh, Bizarro Robin, who's like all hunched over and in a, in a diaper. Like, he looks like... Um, like an old man. Like an old man or like a like a Quasimodo or something. Yeah. Uh, when he shoots Aquaman, Aquaman shows up and he's got like uh, a fishbowl on his hat, on his head. And Bizarro Green Arrow's kind of got, like, googly eyes for some reason. But as soon as he creates them, uh, Doomsday just, like, kills them instantly. And uh, during the fight, um, Bizarro Doomsday's about to strike John Kent. And Superman can't get to John. And so what he does is, like, because of the blue rays, Superman develops a new power. He shoots a beam at John Kent that gives John Superman's powers. So I guess the idea is, under a blue sun, Superman can change the biology of other people into Kryptonians. And so, John Kent, <laughs> when he gets superpowers for the first time, the first thing he does is he, like, takes a swing at Apoc uh, Doomsday, and uh, he says, like, this is for killing my son the first time. And, like, it's pretty funny that, that John Kent got the, got the powers. Um... But Superman, Bizarro, and John Kent fly away, you know, as the fight is kind of ending. And um, it, it's kind of a sweet thing because this entire time Superman's been like, this whole thing is ridiculous. Like, Bizarro Earth is stupid and it's weird and I just want to get my father out of here. Whereas with John Kent, he, he sees Bizarro and he sees much of Superman in him, obviously. But also because Bizarro is a lot like Superman when he was a child. And so, instead of leaving, John Kent wants to help Bizarro fix this world. And, like, he, he sits down with him and he convinces him to fix it. And they kind of develop a plan where Superman's going to help Bizarro fix Bizarro Earth. So, what happens is, Lex Luthor goes to Arkham Amusement Park. Because on Bizarro Earth, instead of an asylum, Arkham is an amusement park where all the villains are forced to have good times. Like, if you're a criminal on Bizarro Earth, you go to an amusement park, and you're like, alright, go get on, 
<laughs> go get on those fun rides, have some ice cream, this is your punishment. It is actually a bizarro joker, like, who's really sad, but he's got, like, some ice cream and a teddy sad. bear. <laughs> yeah. And, like, <laughs> um, Superman shows up, and, uh, I mentioned before, Metropolis is all destroyed on this Earth. Superman fixes Metropolis, um, which, because it's bizarro Earth, it's like, oh my god, he's, like, destroying our city. And, uh, the minute he puts the big globe on top of the Daily Planet, it goes like, ping! And, like, all the Bizarro people are yelling. And in the background, there's one Bizarro who's about to hang himself because he's so terrified. It's the uh, dark. It's the darkest joke. I was thinking, you know how Bizarro kidnapped Kent? Yeah. What's his name? John Kent. John Kent. So, in the movie, um, when uh, Superman and John went to go get John, right? Yeah. John went to go get the dog, and the tornado kind of swooped yeah. up. Yeah, I wouldn't. They could probably play that. That could be Bizarro doing a tornado and kidnapping. <laughs> that would be so funny. If like, that'd be weird. It would be, but Bizarro could make that tornado. If just in some next movie, it was like Superman meets Bizarro for the first time, and like in Bizarro's lair, it's just John Kent like in a jar. Like that would be. That's how he kidnapped him. Yeah, exactly. He just showed up, kidnapped him. I don't know. As long as Zack Snyder isn't making... Zack Snyder did Bizarro. <laughs> hey, there's been weirder stuff in movies. Yeah. I mean, if they ever put Bizarro on film, like that... I mean, that, that'll that be a testament. Like, I'll, I'll golf clap for that. Um, but Superman fixes up Metropolis. All the, all the Bizarro citizens are terrified. Like, oh my god, he's fixing our city. No! And uh, Bizarro shows up, and he fights Superman, and he... They basically fake a fight, so it looks like Bizarro... Like, Bizarro destroys the city and defeats Superman, and it makes it look Bizarro is the hero. And, uh... Like, it's all about destruction, not... Yeah, save, yeah save. exactly. Like, Bizarro destroys the city and defeats Superman, and it's like, oh, he saved us from Superman. And so, like, as Bizarro's basking in the glory of his people, uh, Superman and John Kent go to get back in the jet and fly off the planet. And, uh, before they leave, Bizarro gives John Kent a present. And the present is, like, this little Superman costume that Bizarro made for John. And, like, uh, Superman's like, I hope he, like, Bizarro understands what I was trying to do for him. And when John Kent, like, pulls out the costume, he goes, like, I think he understood just fine. And, um, so Superman and John Kent, they, they fly back to Earth. And, like, <laughs> John's wearing the Superman costume. And as soon as he gets back, he's trying to lift the tractor uh, for his wife, Martha. And Martha's like... He's like, I swear, I could lift, like, this tractor if I was back there. And, like, because the, the vision wore off on him. So well, he's got to be on, he's got to have a blue sun. Yeah, he needs a blue sun. Well, it's actually, like, when the blue sun's there, he shoots the beams, and then then he gets powers. But, like, it's just funny because he shows up, he's like, hey, wife, watch this. Oh, my back. <laughs> um, and, like, they're, they're sitting on the porch later that night, and Superman basically, like, thanks him for... You know, whenever he, Superman felt alone, John Kent made sure he wasn't. And uh, we kind of see back on Bizarro Earth, uh, Bizarro Brainiac, who's the dumbest person there is, is trying to, like, he blows up a bank or something, and uh, Bizarro shows up to protect the people of uh, Bizarro Earth. And uh, <clears throat> that's basically the story of uh, Superman Escape from Bizarro World. In the back of the book is, like, the reprint of that 1950s story, kind of like showing some of the uh, older Bizarro stories. But um, in a nutshell, that is um, Superman Escape from Bizarro World. Uh, I really like it. It's a very simple read. I remember it, it, you know, it was quick for me to get through. And uh, I think it says a lot about 
you know, Superman's character and kind of like the relationship between him and his father and uh, kind of this idea that Bizarro isn't necessarily a villain as he is just a misunderstood child. And uh, it has a really heartwarming ending. Now, uh, what are your opinions of this story, Dad? No, it, it, yeah, Bizarro was Clark Kent pretty much as a child. Bizarro is a, he's got a mind of a child. Yeah. He wants acceptance. Mm-hmm. Just like Clark Kent went, did when he was younger. Yeah. And uh, John Kent helped him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he helped him out. And But it's a, it's a weird story. Yeah, is that... <laughs> what else, like... Like, what are your, like, some of the things that you noticed about the story that really stuck out for you, like, personally? Um, John was kind of like, almost a stepfather to him. Yeah. He didn't have a father. Yeah. It, it, just it, like, just like with, uh, Cluck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like a stepfather to, to him. Yeah. Help him through the hard times of not being accepted. Yeah, it's like, despite, like, 30 years' time, John Kent is still there to pick up the role of being a father. And, like, again, that whole element of Superman being outcasted as as a child and even as an adult because he's an alien. And, like, throughout the story, he kind of, like... It's like he refuses to accept that he and Bizarro are similar. There's a part in the book where it's, like, a flashback and Bizarro, like, threw a girl out a window. And, like, and Superman tells him, like, people, they can't fly. They can't fly like us. And uh, Bizarro's like, us? Like, we're the same? And Superman's like, no, we're not the same. And so it's like, Superman doesn't want to accept that he and Bizarro are the same, but in actuality, it's kind of like him refusing that that more sensitive part of himself. It's like, if Superman admits that he and Bizarro are the same, Superman is basically admitting that at, at one point in his life, he felt weak inside. He felt alone like that. Um, now, as far as the, the, the artwork and how the world looked and how like all the characters interacted... Very simple. Yeah, you think simple? Like, I mean, like, because you said it was weird earlier. Yeah, just a storyline. But I was thinking, too, um, like, not to bring race into it, it's just, like, two two black guys, right? You're still black. Mm-hmm. One could be um, well-off, maybe a lawyer or something. One person can be uh, low-poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably treat, treat each other different. Those two guys treat each other different, but they're still both black, and they'll still be treated by society the same. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. that is a good point. And if those two guys are together, no, I'm not like you. Yeah. But in a sense, other people can look at it like, yeah, you're the same. Yeah, exactly. From the outside world, it's like if you guys look the same and you do the same things, what makes you any different? You know, it's only until you start looking into the backgrounds of these two characters that you start seeing a difference between them. Doesn't matter. Superman has a nice a nice super super uh, suit. Mm-hmm. He has a raggedy super suit. that's still considered the same yeah in, in a way they're kind of like brothers yeah and like so I like hey what's up brother yeah exactly and like you know I'm glad you you did bring race into it because Superman is such an allegory for people who you know have come from different countries to America and have felt that outcasting you know like one thing you're always seeing in the media is one group of people being uh, persecuted because of the actions of one person of that race and John Kent is John Kent, the father, is all American, true. Yeah, straight American. off the farm. True American farm farm owner. Yeah. Kansas drinks beer on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he he's an allegate for helping whether it's uh, Superman or black or yeah. Or like Spanish. he's he's the ideal American like welcoming alien. Party. Any alien, he's an alien. Yeah, Superman is the ultimate American alien because he is one. 
In fact, when Superman came to Earth, his parents forged his uh, birth documents just uh. just to pass him off. I mean, but like, yeah, like I that's always the thing I've really liked about Superman personally is that, like, anytime other Kryptonians show up, like the first thing they do is like, oh, if this guy is evil and he's a Kryptonian, like, doesn't that mean Superman has a possibility of being like that? And like, you know, Superman's always portrayed as being this pure, like, righteous moral core of a character and yet in stories like this they show that he is fallible like he does make flaws in his in how he considers other characters and i really like that about superman in the story but um overall you really like the story dad yeah the nice short story oh yeah but um i really enjoy it too uh from from everyone here at the panel biter i'm saying uh happy father's day to you dad and to everyone listening out there uh, for all the people who have supported their sons throughout their lives. Um, now, Dad, thank you for being on. Uh, go to panelbuyer.podbean.com to listen to all of our podcasts. Check out the Panel Buyer on panelbuyer.blogspot.com uh, to read all my posts. And the Panel Buyer is on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Thanks.